Music and Ministry TechCast. Well, hello and welcome all of you out there who are techie and who love worship. My name is Stephen Reed and you are listening to the Music and Ministry TechCast. And we are excited that you joined us today. Hey, we have a really interesting thing to do today. I wrote an article last week about the only thing that I like about multitracks is that you have an opportunity to get inside of the mix and actually listen to what each part is doing. And I will sometimes get on the multitrack.com website and take a listen to the free preview and just kind of click in and see what each thing's doing now. This is huge information for me as a producer, as someone who is trying to make worship songs. And so you kind of get a glimpse into that, but it's also important. And the reason why I do it mostly is to learn the parts or figure out how much of what's going on do I need to actually learn in order to arrange the music for a worship team. And most specifically for a worship team that doesn't have as many members as what's going on in there. And then also I get to take a look at the different sounds. And so I thought the article was great, but the article, you know, was limited just by you have to read it and imagine it and go and do it. And so today I thought I would jump on the multitrack.com site and listen to what a beautiful name it is and just kind of walk you through the process that I go through. And so we're going to take a listen to that and just kind of listen to what it sounds like as it's full and then isolate each instrument and kind of then show you how you would remix that and then decide which parts you're gonna cover and which ones you can hear and can't hear. All right, so that's enough talking about it, let's do it. All right, so as we get going here, there are 15 different instruments and some of these things are put into multiple things put into one. So there's a string one, which is like three or four different people if it's even really being done live. Almost everything's done in the studio beforehand or is redone afterwards to be added and supplemented. And there's some background vocals in here. Again, one track, which would represent three, maybe four people. It sounds like there's two going on, but we'll take a look as we go in. So I usually just kind of listen to it for a second. And that was, you know, sound like this. And sometimes that's just kind of telling because now you're hearing it without that lead vocal and you can kind of hear stuff that you wouldn't be able to hear. So even if you can get your hands on an instrumental track, it allows you to see a little deeper. So then we start turning things on and off and we'll just go through them individually here and you can see what each thing is doing. Now, again, these are all free previews that are on multitracks.com. So you can jump over there just like I'm doing and do this yourself. So here's what just the drums sound like. You'll also hear somebody saying multitracks.com a lot, so if that bothers you, we're sorry. But see how full and big that is? A lot of churches don't run their drums like that anyway. But it's really busy. So then there's also this percussion, which is a tambourine. There's also an effects thing which is basically wind blowing to help transition a few things. There's an actual bass. Multitracks.com. And then there's a synth bass, which is playing the exact same thing, only adding in just the synth. So this is either done later via a keyboard or they're using a synth pedal, which is something that we have, and it allows you to alter the sound of the bass to sound more like a keyboard synth, and you can throw those together. But it's got some movement in it. So put those two together. Again, it's playing the exact same thing. And so it, you can, there are ways to do this live 
most people are gonna pick that one instead of the other. Let's listen to the acoustic guitar. Now this is actually two acoustic guitars and in stereo you can hear one on the right and one on the left. But again, in the mix, you're probably not gonna be able to hear this at all. All right, so here is the main electric guitar, which is a very reverby, open, kind of soupy sounds, what I would call it. Up high on top. And then you have this electric guitar driving. Following the rhythm of the drums. Then you have this third electric guitar doing like these 16th or 32nd notes up really high. A little more distortion. And then the piano, the actual piano, is only playing a very simple part. So you will not be able to hear this at all once everything else is turned on. This is the main key part here. A real lush pad sound. Which sounds a lot like some of the electric guitars. Here's a second keyboard, which will have a pulsing synth in it. Now this is not hard to do. This is really just a tremolo effect on top of a synth. But when you're doing it live, if you're gonna do this, you're gonna to have to have it absolutely matched up to the metronome. And when things change, it can get really bad really fast. So I tend to leave this stuff out. Although every once in a while, it is fun to try and get it to work. So then there's this beautiful string part going on that you never hear. We'll come back to that again. We're gonna remix this song with this and the acoustic guitar and it'll be a totally different song, but it'll sound amazing. So then finally we have the background vocals. So there's only two, which is typical of this style of music. So on the video, there's gonna be like seven or four people up on stage or who knows. But really when it comes down to it, all you're gonna be able to hear are two. And when you're listening to those vocals in stereo, you can hear one on the right and one on the left, but in mono, you're not gonna be able to hear them. And really, as the song goes on, you won't be able to hear the guy when he drops into that lower register at all. So let's start making a mix. So now that we kind of hear everything that's going on, I know that there's some things that are already being duplicated as far as rhythm, and then certainly tonal range, there's a lot that's being masked by what's going on. So let's take a look at the drums. So then once you add in the shaker, you can barely hear it. Shaker in, shaker out. Sounds almost identical. So I would just say, leave the tambourine alone. And then once you put the acoustic guitar in, well, you can hear it right now, but all you really hear is that low in the whoa, whoa sound. Let me solo that. See how much more slappy that is? All that slap goes away once you put the drums in because the drums cover that slap sound. And it sounds okay right now, but by the time you add in all these other things, that is gonna completely disappear. So as soon as I put the keys in, now you can't hear the acoustic guitar at all. Again, keys out. And that's again because they are playing the exact same notes. So let's take a look then at the electric guitars. Again, that ambient kind of sounds like a keyboard. Listen to how that changes when you add the keys in. Multitracks.com. 
This works because the keyboard's playing lower and the electric guitar player is playing higher, so they kind of work together. And then you have this driving part. These two sound good together. Although this is playing the exact same rhythm as the acoustic guitar, which is another reason why. See how on this one you can only hear the slap of the acoustic? And again, once you throw the drums in, away goes the acoustic guitar. So that electric guitar part's not really important. It's kind of muddying things up. Now this one's kind of crazy. This is during the really the chorus part. So I would switch to this part if I was playing electric guitar and then play the other part while it was going in the verses. So I would be playing the really high soupy kind of sound and then switch effects in the middle if there was only one of you and if there was two then you could of course play that but most churches don't have that second electric guitar player so let me give you what i would mix in so i would do the drums i would do a regular bass i would then bring in the electric guitar one and then i would bring in the keys one multitracks.com and then of course would have background singers and the vocalists but that took 15 tracks down to four tracks. And here's a fifth. Multitracks.com. This is also a great way to kind of get a sense of where the background vocals should sit in the mix. Because you can barely hear that guy singing. It's mostly the girl. Multitracks.com. Again, a great way to get information to help you in what you're doing. So that's what I would be looking to do, but I want to remix this. Like I mentioned, I really like that acoustic guitar player and I really, really like the string part. So that's the strings and the acoustic. Now I'm going to add back in that really simple piano part. And once we start getting all this together, it's really going to sound great, just in a very different style. Now, of course, you're going to have to have a lot of orchestral players in order to be able to pull this off. But if you're throwing all those orchestral players together in what's going on with the other stuff, they're never going to be able to be heard. So you have to orchestrate for their clarity. And add the background vocalist. I think that sounds amazing. Well, I hope that was helpful to you. There is so much that you can learn by listing those things again, just all of the parts and all of the things and the sounds and how simple it can be to make something sound great. Well, as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to contact us at musicandministryconference at gmail.com or you can visit our website at musicandministry.co. Well, until next time, we hope you have a fantastic week and God bless.